Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Atlanta, what's going on? It is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, Hey, man. It is Thursday and we are packed today. Plenty of football conversation. Ross Tucker's going to stop by in about 20 minutes. Also, Mike, today we're going to get a chance to talk to a Falcons defensive lineman, Jacob 2EOT Mariner. He's going to stop by at 3 o'clock, and uh, we'll get his take on how they slow down Tom Brady and uh, can they get to him. It's something we've been talking about all week. So that's at 3 o'clock today, guys, and we're going to talk to the legendary Vince Dooley. Lots going on today on the show, man. And we're going to grab uh, Brooks Lennon, too. What a win last night for Atlanta United. Yeah, man. Uh, last night, and unfortunately because of the rain and a midweek game Wednesday, it was about as, as many people were at the Braves game last night at uh, Mercedes-Benz. But, man, and if you watched it, it was great. If you missed it in person, Carl, it, I said it on Twitter last night. The magic is back. back. It mean, is. It we is. We got stuff flying right now. This Araujo dude is like the closest thing we've had to Miggy since when Miggy was here. And uh, for those who don't remember, Miguel Almiron was a guy that we, that we won a championship with, and then we uh, we sold him to Newcastle and then the English Premier League. But anyway, Carl, it was freaking great last night. I've seen seven goals in my last two matches. I mean, it's I mean, it's exciting. It was an inferior opponent, of course, last night based on how we're playing, but we didn't mess with them. We took them out. Yeah, so you got to handle business. We talk about this with the Braves. This is what's bugging me about the Braves uh-huh. in this Rocky series. They're, they're, you know, baseball's crazy like this, but we're a better team. Yet here we are trying to salvage a game this afternoon, and they're going to push the start back just a little bit. It was supposed to be a business person special Mike Noon start, but uh, we'll talk more about that. But, yeah, man, I, you got to take advantage of these opportunities. And for Atlanta United, here's the thing for me. We're beating opponents we should. I think whatever Gonzalo Pineda is trying to get across these guys is happening. And more importantly, our stars are playing like stars. And for me, that's been a big part of – why am I not seeing this? I always would get on Mike about this. Like, why isn't this guy doing what you said he was supposed to do? Aruju is doing exactly what he's supposed to do. They, they sign him for a lot of money, Mike. He comes in here. He's one of our designated players. And this guy is kicking butt. I'm loving Arugio it. Aruju right with now. a shot. Score! Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is if you play the FIFA video game. This was like, oh, like, bend it like Beckham, as we said last night. Bend it like Barco. And, and the goals, I mean, this was like video game stuff. If you didn't see it, guys, and I know that uh, if you were there last night, I mean, Carl, you're watching this and you're like, oh, my God, he's doing it. I mean, it's the stuff we, we want to see. You know, why do you watch soccer? If you're not a soccer fan, well, I want to see something exceptional, right? I want to see something exactly. exciting. 
And this is what why, why we fell in love with this team four years ago. You know, and so if you go back to what 17 and what 18 was, in the last like three weeks, we've recaptured that. So now we're in the playoffs. We've got obviously still work to do, no margin for error. But it's it just it's an exciting time if you love soccer like I love it, and I know you do too. I do. Uh, and, you know, we got another big match coming up. But the way we're playing, and I say another big one, they're kind of all big right now because, again, we're trying to get to that fourth spot. Can't backslide, right? No, no. We, I want to have a home match. I'd like to have a home playoff match. And that, to me, is key. D.C. United is up next. So Brooks Lennon's going to join us coming up a little bit later on this hour. Now, we'll dive into the Braves. Uh, they lose again last night. But, Mike, before we get to that, I know as we ended the show yesterday, and we got off early because Atlanta United was a 7 o'clock kick. But guys have been furious <laughs> with what they heard with Arthur Smith. The head coach came on the show. He's going to join us on a weekly basis, guys. And the whole thing about Kyle Pitts, people are not digging what he gave them. And all I can say is, as I said to people last night, his answer is his answer. If you're asking me, to, do you buy it? Well, this is what the head coach said. Now, do I think this changes as we move forward? Does, is he aware of, of, hey, I didn't have my big shiny piece in there? Yeah, I think he's probably aware. And he even said as much. But, Mike, I want to play this again because I know we really didn't get a chance to dive into some of the things Arthur Smith talked about yesterday with this huge Bucks game coming up mm. on Sunday. This is how he answered the question about why Kyle was not in the game in red zone situations. Yeah, look, those are when things go wrong, like, let's be real. That, that's a real kind of surface thinking narrative. Like, sometimes it's as practical as a guy's tired. He was in there in the plays before. I mean, we got a lot of guys you, you scheme around and that play right there. There's certain plays in certain concepts we feel good, whether it's, it's Hayden or him. So those are the easy ones to criticize. But sometimes it's as simple as there's something going on and a guy comes out, and the next guy's got to go up. It's happened, happened a million times where you may have schemed something up for A.J. Brown. He had an issue, and the next guy's up, and the next guy scores. So that's, that's what happens in, the, in some of those. Um, we're, clearly, we're in tune about who's in there and who's not. He was in for 68% of the snaps, and uh, he was in there in the red zone when he had the uh, procedure call for not being yeah. lined up correctly, and then yeah. subsequently you didn't see him as much. So that's where people were talking about, look, if he's a fourth-round pick, he's got to have an overall pick. He's got to have first-round pick, fourth, fourth overall. He's got to have an immediate impact. And so guys last night on social media going, look, we said this last uh, spring when we first got hired, when we hired him, I, we're going to see how it plays out. We're going to see. Arthur might be protecting Maybe Pitts didn't know what he was supposed to be doing, and Arthur's protecting him. I don't know, but guys are losing their minds over one week. You know, guys, can we can we at least let the season develop a little bit before we start crucifying this guy? I mean, I, I just I, I like to see Kyle Pitts like everyone else, but I mean, there's, sometimes there are more to it. Now, if you felt it was dismissive or condescending to say it was a surface level narrative, okay, a little bit, but I mean, we're learning how this guy handles the media and how he handles questions about a loss. Yeah, and, and I totally agree with you, Mike. I mean, we don't know all the circumstances, you know, whether he was tired and people took that and ran with it, or, you know, he was gassed and needed a break. Um, I think that Arthur Smith answered the question as honestly as he possibly could, and he's right. There is a lot going on in these games. You've got substitute packages going on and all this stuff. I understand that, too. But the other side of it is I don't think this is big of, as big of a deal, even if we scored a couple of times. And I'm not saying Pitt's the guy who, who would have scored the touchdowns. I'm just saying, period. I don't care who scored. 
But the fact that we didn't score at all and then our guy wasn't in there is rubbing people the wrong way. So, you know, this is a completely different conversation if we lose by three points and we scored a bunch of points last week and, oh, Pitts didn't score. Well, who cares? That wasn't the issue. But we saw us bogged down in the red zone again, and then the one guy you go get in the draft, he's not out there. Right. So that is rubbing people the wrong way. I understand it. I'm with you, though. Let's chill for a second. Let's see what the pattern is. Let's see how he does this moving forward. One game doesn't define Pitts, and one game certainly doesn't define Arthur Smith. But take the answer for what it is, man, and he's right. I, I, I think, you know, if you expect him to say something, you know, crazy or as far as protecting Pitts, or I think he just honestly said there are various reasons why guys sometimes are not on the field and we still have to score. That's the issue, Mike. It doesn't matter if he's on the field or not, but does he help our chances? Hell yeah, he does. One thing we did here today, and this came from the uh, defensive coordinator, Dean Pease, speaking with the media, and I don't know if Arthur, again, because we don't know. We're learning, we're learning all about the coaching staff as we go along, guys. We didn't know these guys yet. But Dean Pease said, you know what the problem with his defense was? What's that? They didn't get reps in the preseason. Oh, snap! So, Are you serious? A lot of stuff going on in a Dean Pease defense, and the guys just didn't really grasp it. Or Wait have a-, a minute, Mike! Everybody told me the preseason didn't matter. Well, Dean Pease, who's older than you and me combined, has seen a lot of football. And, uh, well, almost, almost. But he's seen a lot of football. Now they're making like 90. He's like in his 70s. But the dude has been around. He's been around. He's seen some things. Yes. And he's telling you, from his perspective, defense just didn't have enough reps to maybe be as comfortable in the system in week one, out of the gate. Couldn't you tell? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, look, the other thing is we, we're we trying to X and O's our average Jim and Joe's, but if those if those guys who are not very good, save for Grady, are, are not as comfortable or familiar with what they're supposed to be doing or handing off this to the other guy, then you're going to get some of the situations we, we got. Now, it didn't help that the offense was going three and out, three and out in the second half either. Guys, you know how you get good at your job? You do your job. You show up every day and you do your job. That's how you get good at your job. That's any job. I don't care what you're doing right now, how you're listening to us. I don't care what you're doing. That's how you get good at your job. You know how you get good at your job? You show up and you play in the NFL. It's why these rookie quarterbacks every year, we always have this discussion. Well, should he sit? Should he play? The only way you get better is you go play. So if you've got new players, and that was my whole argument, this wasn't Tampa. We didn't have 22 guys coming back, and we went, we just won the Super Bowl. I wouldn't care. But we had 30 guys on this team that, well, what are they doing? Who's doing what? Where are they going? Oh, uh, but we're going to chill in the preseason. Okay. So, that right. Mike, I'm so glad you said that because that's what we needed to hear from a coach. We could talk about it all day. But now maybe some of you guys, hopefully most of Falcon fans will realize, you don't have to play every damn game or every snap. But give me a little bit of getting out there, getting acclimated, and understanding what the responsibilities are so when we get into week one, we don't look like a – with our head cut off. Right. I mean, that, there you go. So, I mean, I know that we've heard – from players that have, we got players that work that play in the NFL that work on the station, you know, Randy and Hugh. And if you're a veteran, you know what you're doing. But when a new guy comes in, there's new wrinkles. Even the veterans have got to get at these reps and learn what's going on with the system. So, did Randy ever play in the preseason? I'm just wondering. <laughs> the way he talks, sometimes I'm like, did he ever play? Apparently, Randy came out of the womb. He was a veteran. You know, he, he, was, he was already a KG veteran. Now he's listed right now. By I know the way, he is. by I the way, Randy, I, you know, I, I, I had uh, Comcast out to the house today, like wire, 
I got my uh, my new. They're gonna dig a hole in the in the yard. We're gonna yeah. lay we're laying cable, Carl. So lay some pipe. So eventually, maybe someday I'll be able to like you work from home again. You know, since the other <laughs> company didn't know their from their elbow. But anyway, I go. I call, so I'm trying to wire the mixing board and everything. So I call Ray. I text Randy. I go, hey, send me a picture of the back of what all the wiring looks like. Because I can't remember where what's supposed to go. Randy sends me a photo. It looks like spaghetti junction. I'm like, <laughs> he I didn't go, know either. I go, I'm not, that's no, no assistance to me. So I don't have to call Eric the engineer to come on out to the house. You know, because you know Eric's like, well, the input should be in the in. Yes, I know where the input is, but I'm, but anyway, so that was what I was dealing with today. I'm still upset about the Falcons. Spent all night last night after I got back from United arguing with people on Twitter. Like I don't like. You think we like what we saw? Nobody likes what we saw. You think we didn't like not seeing Kyle Pitts? We have to let some of this evolve, guys. It's only week one, and we're not a very good football team, regardless of how we're going to X and O. Yeah, I'd like to give us our best chance, though, with our best players on the field, and I think that's the argument. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. It's Dukes and Bell. We are just getting word, guys. The Braves game postponed. It will be rescheduled. So now we'll have to make one up with Colorado. Uh, I'm looking at the schedule now, Mike, and we go out to San Diego, Arizona. So maybe on the way back, that next yeah, Braves day sure. off is the 27th. Yeah, so I'm not sure how they're going to – and, again, it may it may obviously now, if you get enough uh, leeway on the Phillies, but if it comes down to where there's a game that could decide the East, you're going to have to play that game, to your point. Yeah, so uh, – and, again, you know, rain in the area, all that stuff, and the Braves are, are getting on the road, so today was a getaway day anyway. Mm. But the game will be rescheduled. So we'll get into the Braves. They lose last night. Um they were trying to salvage one today, but we don't have to worry about that now. We'll see what happens as they hit the road and take on the Giants coming up. Or actually, yeah, the Giants this weekend. Yeah. All right, man, we got plenty to dive into. We're coming back. Ross Tucker's going to stop by. We're going to talk NFL with him. There's a lot going on. we got a Thursday night football game, but we'll get Ross's opinion on what he saw last week and how do we turn the page and get ready for Tampa. Ross Tucker, next. Headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Guys, call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. It is Dukes and Bell. Appreciate all the info. Find us on social media, guys. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes, the radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929, and this radio station, 929 The Game. We're live on the gram as well. Check us out. It's all about the gram. And you can always find us on Twitch as well. Uh, subscribe to that exclusive content, guys, when you are there. All right. Join Atlanta United on Friday. That's this Friday, September 17th from 5 till 8 at El Torsoro. For a special Five Stripes Friday brought to you by Jägermeister, the official shot of Atlanta United. Big win for them last night. More details, visit atlutd.com slash Five Stripes Friday, and you can find that info out. Let's talk some NFL with our man Ross Tucker. Joins us now on the waitforward.com hotline. And uh, Ross, brought to you by BetQL. Guys, get access and data to the uh, sports books they don't want you to see. BetQL.com today. All right, well, let's talk about this Eagles game because everybody here in Atlanta obviously saw a team that we felt wasn't ready. And I think the Eagles surprised a lot of people around the NFL. But we've got to turn the page and now focus on Tampa Bay, who looked really good against Dallas, even though they made some mistakes, Ross. This is going to be a tough one Sunday. Well, there's no question. Good to talk with you guys again, as always. And I guess I'll make a couple points here. First of all, I don't know about the Falcons not being ready. I mean, they had what, their first two drives went all the way down the field. You know, they just got stuffed when they got into the red zone. And watching it, man, I, I don't know. I, I mean, that was more about the Jimmys and the Joes and the X's and the O's. You know, the mm -hmm. poor kid at left guard, Jalen Mayfield, 
I think he might be scarred for life. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do the Eagles pregame. I watch every snap. I mean, every guy took turns just embarrassing the kid. I, I, re- I legitimately felt bad for him, right? Like, I, you know, I played offensive line. That, that's one of the worst games I've ever seen a guy have. And so, to me, that's, that's more a personnel failing than it is the coaching. I said all week I didn't know why the Falcons were favored. I thought the Eagles would win. The Eagles, I'm telling you guys, the Eagles are top five O-line and D-line in the NFL. I will say, though, from a schematic standpoint, the one advantage the Eagles had was their play caller on offense, Nick Sirianni, and on defense, Jonathan Gannon, neither one of them have ever done it before. Mm-hmm. So, when you know, Arthur Smith has a track record. He's been the OC in Tennessee for years. Dean Pease has a track record. He's been a D coordinator for years. So you had some idea – what those guys like to do, the re- I do the Eagles preseason games on TV. Guys, they showed nothing. They did nothing. None of that five guys up front on D-line, none of the stuff, they did none of that in the preseason. None of the RPOs, quarterback run game, they did none of that in the preseason. So the Eagles had a gigantic first game advantage in the sense that nobody really knew what Sirianni and Gannon, the OC and DC, wanted to do because – They'd never seen him do it before. So I'll be curious to see what it looks like in week two for the Falcons. It is our man, Ross Tucker, here on the WadeFord.com hotline. We heard from Dean Pease, our uh, D.C., you mentioned, saying that it looked like we had had more reps in the preseason. Some guys handled the preseason. These guys would kit gloves. I mean, week one is always a lot of penalties, and we were no different, man, like 100 yards in penalties, Ross. Do you see anything we can clean up? Or as you just said, I mean, there's really no help as far as free agents. You can't pick anybody up off waivers. Uh, apparently, they could beef up this whole line. So what do we do? How do we improve? Or are we just going to be more fodder for that uh, Vita Vea and Indomitian uh, Sioux combination this week? Yeah, you know what? They got to kind of um, do whatever they can, I guess, to coach around it. You know, uh, there's not much you can do from a personnel standpoint at this point. Maybe you give some of these guys another shot including Mayfield, and if there's no improvement, maybe that's why I just heard on your update they signed three guys to the practice squad. <laughs> maybe, they're, maybe they're willing, ready, willing, and able to give some of these other young guys a shot to see what they can do, um, But because there's not a whole lot you can do. What you do is you game plan from the standpoint of trying to protect the offensive line. right? Like Everything you do is, okay, how can we make this unit – not be what holds us back? How can we make it so that they're not deficient? How can we make it easier for those guys? And that's exactly what they'll try to do. I mean, they'll try to get the ball out of Matt Ryan's hands quickly. Now, in fairness to those guys, I did think they ran the ball pretty well. I thought the run blocking was pretty good, especially early. I'd like to see them perhaps, you know, even stick to the run even more because that was what they were having success with. Now, in fairness, the Eagles played a lot of two deep safety looks. The Eagles were not going to let Matt Ryan and Ridley and those guys beat them over the top with big chunk plays. They were almost, you know, begging the Falcons to run the football. And the Falcons did, but then the Eagles got a little bit better as it went. But, yes, I would say they need to protect the offensive line at all costs. I mean, look, Falcons have uh, a bottom 10 O-line as currently constituted, especially at center left guard and to some extent right tackle they have a bottom 10 d line guys this is that that that's tough to win a lot of games that way i mean it's tough to win games eagles have top 10 o-line d line falcons have bottom 10 o-line and d line 
So true. Uh, that's where we are, an improvement. Hopefully, as the season goes along, uh, we'll see how much they can improve week to week. Ross, let's talk about some of the other things going on around the NFL. Obviously, the injury bug, it happens every year. Tonight, you got Washington and the Giants, and, you know, basically – uh, the Giants, Daniel Jones never lost against the Redskins or the uh, Washington football team, should I say. And so everybody's looking at this and going, all right, they're, they're going to be all right. Giants lost last week. So did the, the Washington football team. But I'm leaning Washington football team tonight. I kind of like the way Heineke came in there and played last week. Yeah, I like Heineke. You know, it's funny. He, he kind of reminds me of like a younger Ryan Fitzpatrick a little mm. bit. You know, he kind of runs around. He's not quite as big as Fitz is. He's a little guy. He's got a little Jeff Garcia to him, maybe. <laughs> um, but he's a joy to watch. He, you know what? He's going to end up uh, making some plays. I think he's a guy that's probably going to turn it over once or twice. But I'm looking forward to this game. And i got to ask you guys. I was on a, a couple other stations, and they both were complaining about tonight's game. I mean, I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> it's right. week two of the NFL it's a Thursday night standalone game. Right. I didn't realize. I put this on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL. Look, would I rather tonight be the Bucks and the Chiefs? Yeah, sure. But not every game can be the Bucks. Think about what we had Thursday night, Bucks cowboys how awesome that was. Monday night, people weren't thinking Ravens-Raiders would be incredible. It was incredible. Even the Bears-Rams, you know, there were some good plays in it. Like, let's just enjoy it. We have full stadiums and NFL football. We got a bunch of spoiled football snobs out here, evidently. <laughs> right, right. I, hey, I mean, like I said, it's uh, you know Thursday night. They they can't all be as you said. You know the uh, premier matchups, but uh, you know the the WTF. I mean, whatever Washington is, you know they 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 got some defense we can watch, and maybe Saquon Barkley will play. Hey, Ross, a uh, couple of things about the league, man. The uh, we got the Bucks, and we know what those guys are all about. Do you think the Cowboys? There's no moral victories in the NFL, but were you were you impressed with what the Cowboys were able to do, even with the injuries of the offensive line? Absolutely, did not expect that to happen. Uh, Cowboys cost me some money. Mm. I give them a lot of credit. Dak Prescott looked incredible. I thought I thought Dak Prescott was phenomenal. I thought it bodes well for the Cowboys moving forward. And then a whole bunch of bad things have happened since then. I mean, you know, Michael Gallup, who I think is a stud, he might be the best number three receiver in the NFL, he's out three to five weeks on IR with the calf injury. You know, Lyle Collins, their right tackle, he skipped a bunch of drug tests, so he suspended five games. And their backup right tackle, Terrence Steele, that's a huge drop-off, major problem considering who they're playing next in, in the Chargers and Joey Bosa. And then, you know... Then you have, uh, of course, yesterday, Demarcus Lawrence breaks his foot. Mm. He's their best D lineman by far. He's their best defensive player. It, it's kind of a shame because there's always more buzz or whatever when the Cowboys right. are good, and I, and I want them to be, but it's just it's not. It's going to be an uphill battle for them now. It really is. Yeah, two years in a row, Carl, just decimated now with injuries. Yeah, it, it's tough. The stuff's tough to overcome. Well, dude, hey. how about this? Guys, I'm Sunday night, okay? I'm doing the Ravens Chiefs on Westwood One. I don't know if you guys carry the game or not Sunday night, but I'm doing we do. Ravens we do. Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing Ravens Chiefs on Westwood One Sunday night. The Ravens, I- I've never seen anything like it. I mean, all their receivers got hurt in training camp. Lamar had COVID. The O line hasn't played together. Uh, they lost their first three running backs. 
Now uh, they lost their starting corner in Marcus Peters. Now I just saw today Ronnie Stanley, their left tackle, might not play. Mm. So Villanueva, who got smoked Monday night by Crosby, might have to move to left tackle. And, like, the starting – the backup center is going to move to right tackle. I mean, it is a mess for the Ravens. There's some teams – you know, the Niners lost a couple dudes. Cowboys lost a bunch of guys. Nobody touches the Ravens right now. Nobody. Ross, I was going to ask you, uh, were you impressed at all with uh, the rookie quarterbacks that you saw uh, on Sunday? I mean, did anybody jump out at you? Mike and I were talking about I-, I liked what I saw from Mac Jones. He just, you know, again, first game, I didn't expect him to throw the ball 50 or 60 times. He kept him in the game. Obviously, they make a mistake at the end and they lose. And then, you know, you look around the league and you're going, okay, well, well who else jumped out at you? Well, um, out of the three guys that started, it was clearly Mac Jones. Now, I will say this. Zach Wilson's got some stuff to him, man. I mean, he was getting the crap beat out of him. His O-line <laughs> is not good. And he just kept coming. He made some plays. He made some throws as he was getting smoked that I was so impressed by. I'm telling you, it is – I think I might have told you guys this last week. It's crazy. Like, you look at Zach Wilson. I'm 42. and I swear to you guys – he looks like the kid that gets me my shake at Chick-fil-A. I mean, it's unbelievable. And by the way, how does Chick-fil-A have like 11 and 12-year-olds that work there? I have no idea, but they do. So anyway, he looks like he's 14 years old. It's unbelievable. And yet he's out there just throwing absolute lasers. I, I'm so impressed by him. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is up and down, as you might expect. Their O-line stinks, too. And those guys have been together for three years. I, I it's the same guys in Jacksonville for three years, and for three years they've been bad. I've never seen anything like it. But the best of the bunch was Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones, you know, you got to be like, you have, you have to say it quietly, but he kind of reminds me of Brady. Don't like, say that, that, yeah. He's <laughs> he obviously not going to be Brady, <laughs> right. but that's what he is. He's, like, really smart, really mm. accurate. Like, there's nothing about him that you're like, wow, this guy's this, this guy's that. He just kind of knows what he's doing, and he's good at it. Hey, Ross, we got like 20 seconds left real quick. Matthew Stafford and the Rams, man. This combination going to get them all the way to the NFC Championship? Uh, I think they got a good shot. Yes, I, I think it's going to be Bucks against probably the best team in the NFC West, whoever that ends up being. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Packers will be in the mix, but I think, the, I think the Rams have an awfully good chance. Seahawks in that new offense from the old Rams guy look pretty good, too. So it, it's going to be fun. Ross Tucker, always fun to visit with you guys. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. BetQL, here to help all of us make uh, better bets. The real proven analytics, bet smarter, and beat the books, guys. Download the app today. Ross, we'll talk to you next week. We'll listen to you Sunday night. Sounds great. See you, dudes. Appreciate you, man. Good stuff from Ross Tucker. We're coming back. Plenty more to dive into. More football on the way at 3 o'clock as we'll talk to Falcon defensive lineman Jacob Tuioti. Mariner, he's going to stop by to talk about the D-line. You just heard Ross Tucker talk about it. What's he think? That's 3 o'clock. But, Mike, when we come back, we're going to talk to Brooks Lennon here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk about what's going to happen on Sunday with our Falcons coming up. Uh, at 3 o'clock. But right now, let's talk Atlanta United. And it was a good win last night. They're all good uh, with the way this team has been rolling. And Brooks Lennon joins us on the WaitForward.com hotline. Brooks, it's good to have you back on the show. Congratulations about last night. Well, why is this team playing so well right now? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's just, you know, right now. I think, you know, we've we've had result a lot of results this year that haven't gone our way but uh you know you're you're now just seeing you know what we're capable uh capable of um i think you know the team is is gelling gelling well right now and we have you know the guys uh all the guys healthy and back from international duty so um yeah i think things are finally starting to go our way and uh it's nice to see it's a Brooks Lennon playing uh, as a defender for Atlanta United. Brooks, from where you're looking, and again, they've got you up in the attack as well, but it just seems like with, with Marcelino Moreno, with Barco now healthy for the first time in forever, with Joseph back, and, and this Araujo guy, it's like watching like it's like watching the Harlem Globetrotters last night, man. It was just fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's been a great addition to to our team, and, um, you know, he since day one, uh, his his first day here, he's, uh, gelled well with with all the guys on and off the field, so it's it's nice to see him get his first goal last night, and um, you know we're we're excited to 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 get the three points. No doubt. Um, I, I want to ask you about what uh, manager Pineda's been doing, Gonzalo Pineda, and and how he's been gelling and meshing you guys. What do you think that he's done differently that has connected with the players, and then obviously the performance on the pitch? Yeah, I think he, he. The most important thing is, you know, when he came in, we we had come off a a, a good run of of wins, um, and the first thing that he said to us was, you know, he wasn't going to come in and try to change everything right away. Um, you know, he he didn't have any intentions to just completely uh, start from scratch. I thought he did really well in terms of, um, you know, just implementing the the little things that he wanted to to improve on, um, but also just letting us know that we've been playing well. We, we've, uh, you know, been out-possessing teams, uh, creating chances, but it's just kind of that final third uh, aspect where we need to be a little bit more uh, clinical. And um, in the last two, three games, we have been, and it shows we've scored, uh, you know, seven goals in two games now. So uh, it's really exciting. It's exciting to be in the stands. I can tell you that, man. It's just—it feels like the the old magic is back. It's Brooks Leonard with us, guys from Atlanta United. They'll be taking on DC United Saturday at three thirty. The level of competition obviously goes up from what. No disrespect to Cincinnati, but you know, you guys handled an inferior opponent. I mean, there, does everyone know though? There's really no margin for error because of the hole that was dug in the first half. I mean, is, do you guys feel you can still go all the way now? Yeah, I, I don't see. You know, I, I I think every single team in the Eastern Conference you know, looks at our team now and, and is worried, um, you know, with the, with the amount of talent that we have on our roster and how we're playing right now as a team, 
Uh, I think we can beat anyone in the league. Um, there's there's no reason why we can't go get another three points this Saturday against D.C. Um, it's a big game, and they're, I think they're one point uh, ahead of us in the, in the standings, and we're all fighting for playoff implications. So uh, it's, it's going to be a really big game, and we're looking forward to it. Why do you think Barco has been improved in his ability to, to make the plays that we thought he would be making um, all along? You know, sometimes it takes time for guys. But, but Brooks, I'm curious because, you know, you look, go back to the beginning of, of August and, you know, he's been involved in f- nine of the 15 goals. Uh, is there a reason you think he's kind of blossomed now? Yeah, I think just a, a combination of confidence and, you know, freedom. I think he, he, he gets a lot of freedom under the, the new style of play that we're, that we're playing. Um, you know, with, with the five back and wing back positions, it allows those guys up front to, to kind of have a little bit more freedom than, than you would in a 4-3-3 formation or, or, a, you know, a 4-4-2, uh, formation. So I think just the freedom that he has to, Roam, roam around um, at times and get the ball in dangerous areas. And then, like I said, just the confidence that he, he, he's been able to get a lot of uh, goals and assists the, the last couple of games, which is, um, you know, making him feel good. And when you feel good, you play better. So, um, yeah, we're, we're all excited for him and, and happy that he's doing so well. Just watching the highlights, is a Brooklyn with us. I guess it was like the 38th minute. You almost scored a goal last night. <laughs> yeah, I was close. I, uh, I, Broke through the the back line. I I think Joseph was the one that played me the ball. Great ball in behind. Um, and yeah, it was a good save from the keeper. But I think I could have done a little bit better. <laughs> well, I mean, as we said, it was like a shooting gallery last night. Do we also? I mean, Brooks, as far as the rest of the MLS with with, with Araujo, who we mentioned earlier, do you feel we've got a speed element? I mean, are we faster than some of the teams we're going to see down the stretch? Yeah, yeah. I think the we have a lot of pace in our side with with the wingbacks that we have, um, you know, uh, uh, Luis, Barco, Marcelino, you know, we have a lot of speed and, uh, you know, technical ability with guys like Rosetto in the midfield, who's a, a Brazilian player, has that kind of, you know, Brazilian flair to him, which is, which is always nice to see. Um, but, yeah, I think we have a lot of speed in our side, and it plays into uh, the way that the coach wants us to play. So it's really nice to see. Brooks Lennon, uh, our guest guys here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Big win last night as we talked about Atlanta United now. You go and you look at the, the numbers, and Brooks said it, six wins in seven games. You know, that, that's what it's about. We're, we're rolling, it seems like, at the right time. So talk about D.C. United and what uh, they present and what challenges that we'll have to overcome on Saturday. Uh, D.C. is a tough team. They're very attacking-minded, just like us. Um, I think it's going to be a very aggressive game, kind of back and forth. Uh, you know, the game that we played against them this season in D.C. was a very, um, you know, back and forth game. Like I said, it was a lot of chances on both ends. Uh, so we just need to be solid defensively. And, uh, you know, I think we can catch them on a counterattack going forward. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. It's a huge game for us. We're kind of, you know, taking it like a final and, um, you know, we just got to go out there and, and take care of business. Seven goals the last two matches. He could have had one himself, man. It's just it's so much fun to watch, Brooks, from a fan standpoint. Thanks again. The, the magic is back, Carl, with Atlanta United. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah.
Of course. Thanks for having me on. You got it, Brooks. Yeah, man. Again, big match, Carl. But I mean, it just it just it, it just passes the eye test like it did back in the day when we fell in love with this team. That's what I'm gushing about today. Uh, well, listen. I, I hope it continues. Uh, there's a lot more work to do. Yeah. And you know, when you talk about can we get to that fourth spot, it's possible. But nobody's going to just roll over and hand it to us. But last night they created chance after chance. And you saw your best players perform. That's to me. That's really what it comes down to. The Barco that we have been wanting from day one. Right. This is who we're getting now. And you know whether it's him assisting or whatever. It, it, this is the guy that we were wowed by, and I really think he's become comfortable in his role. You know, that's why I was asking Brooks about it. I think two things, Carl. One, more maturity, because again, he was only eighteen yep. when he got here. But sure. I just, I, but I also think when we go back and you look at the wear and tear on him, he was banged up a lot. I just think he's finally healthy. You know what I mean? The burst and just the, the stuff we saw last night, as we said, it's an inferior opponent. So what do good teams do? They don't monkey around, right? A goal in the in the fifth minute, and we just we're off and running. But just there's such a flow, and it like it literally, it was like I said, it's just it was almost like uh, you know snipers, pow, 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 just picking these guys off last night. Just so much fun to watch. It really was, man. We're gonna talk more football coming up. One of our D linemen is gonna stop by. I think he had a sack. I think he was our one sack. He did. Um, And we're going to get his take on where this D-line is heading into the Tampa Bay game. Jacob Tuioti Mariner, next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 